and welcome to episode 137 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. <laughs> I'm Charlotte. I didn't even point at anything because I said Nope, that Charlotte just it. stared at screen and waited. <laughs> I'm so excited. It was my turn. <laughs> it's your turn forever. That's right. It's your turn I mean, forever okay. now. <laughs> This week on the Disney Park Princess podcast, we are doing our favorite of all topics, which is the listener Q&A. We've got a lot of questions from you guys. I think this is maybe the most questions we've ever gotten yeah. when we asked. Um, so we could probably do three or four <laughs> listener Q&A episodes. So we're going to do our best. We're not going to get to all of them this week. We do have um, some for this week and we have some for next week. So if you sent us a question and you don't hear it answered this week, don't panic. <laughs> it's probably coming next week. Okay. Um, but we've got some really good ones for this week. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, you guys um, asked a lot of really good questions. Yeah, we got a lot. Like I was, there was questions coming in <laughs> all over the place. It was fantastic. Um, so that was great. Uh, but first we have some news. We have some pretty exciting news. Well, if you're me and you're obsessed with Christmas. <laughs> It's very exciting news. And I have to say, I thought this was very serendipitous because Sharla wrote this great Christmas in July blog post on Monday, and it literally posted like at exactly the same time as <laughs> announced all of their plans for the holidays for this year. So that was great. Sharla uh, knew it was coming in advance. That's right. That's right. It's almost like she knew. I she didn't did. know. She but... did. <laughs> if only though. Yeah. Um, all right. So coming up first at Walt Disney World. Um, primarily this is Walt Disney World based, although they did announce some Disneyland Paris and some Disney Cruise Line stuff as well, but we'll focus primarily on the Walt Disney World news. Um, the first and probably most important news to people who are trying to plan is that there is no Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. However, there is Disney's Very Merriest After Hours event. Christmas party by any other name will still have yeah. snow. Um, minus, minus the parade. Minus the parade. Yes, they did not. There is no parade as far as we can tell. Now, they gave sort of scant details. For example, we don't know exactly what nights. We don't know how much it's going to cost. <laughs> we just know that it's going to be it's held on select. It's, we just know this is happening and it's starting on November 8th and it's going through December 21st. That's it. That's pretty much all we know. We do know that there will be fireworks, um, special fireworks for the event. So that's cool. Um, we don't even know what the hours are going to be other than it's going to be a four hour event. So who knows? We'll see. It goes on sale next month and guests of the Walt Disney World official resorts will get advanced um, access to ticket purchasing. So that's another new thing that we're seeing Disney doing, which is um, more perks for Walt Disney World guests, which we have been begging for for a very long time. Yeah. So I was very, very, very happy to see that. Um, Agreed. The gingerbread displays. You're coming back. I'm very excited. I'm more excited about the gingerbread, um, the gingerbread house in the Haunted Mansion holiday that they announced at Disneyland than like Christmas gingerbread at Disney World. <laughs> I'll take gingerbread. Just whatever. <laughs> I, I'll take gingerbread displays in whatever form they want to give it to me in, wherever they want to give it to me. So. Um, <laughs> The festival holidays will be returning to uh, Epcot, and that starts on November 26th, and it goes through December 30th. Um, there are no Castle Dreamlights this year at the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's a lot. It sounds like a lot of the decor is going to be very projection-based, 
and the dream lights do not play well with the projections. So that's sad. I'm I mean, bummed about that. Like, yeah. I feel like, I mean, I know it's probably way less expensive for them to do everything projection based, but like, I don't know. I, I loved the dream lights. Does I everything, do does everything have to have projections now? Cause this is your, your new thing to play with. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I like I mean, Christmas lights personally. So yeah, I really love the dream lights. Uh, I really do. And the good news is there's no, there's not going to be like a crane up for two months as they put them. True. Put them on. Yeah. Very true. Um, So also the Beacons of Magic, which is part of the 50th anniversary celebration. So that's where they're going to do, I think, projection based things on each of the park icons. That's going to be happening as well. And I guess the Beacons will have a holiday flair to them during the holiday season. So um, that'll be kind of fun. Um, and Heather, you said there was new. I I I didn't see the news about Disneyland. So what do you got? Yeah, they well uh, they announced it um, a little bit. It was kind of just kind of like pushed in there with all of the, the Christmas <laughs> announcements. Um, but that they well, I guess last week they announced that Haunted Mansion Holiday is in fact coming back. I think the date is September third. Please don't quote me on that, as I don't have it in front of me. Um, I'm kind of just flying off memory, which is not great right now. Um, but so they are doing Haunted Mansion Holiday, which makes me excited because we weren't sure if that was gonna come back. Um, and yesterday in the announcements, they released uh, like a little sketch of what the gingerbread house is going to look like. Um, and for those of you that have never ridden Haunted Mansion Holiday, in the, the ballroom scene, there is a massive, like I'm talking five, six, seven feet tall uh-huh. gingerbread house in the middle of the dining room table in the ballroom um and every year it's completely different and it's so cool it's the coolest thing like i don't even like nightmare before christmas and i love this ride and the main reason is this gingerbread house it's awesome love it i've never gotten to do that overlay and i'm i'm determined (laughs) someday not this year but someday i will we did it so they have it also the overlay in tokyo disneyland so we got to do it there too uh, i absolutely love it i i wish that they would do it in florida but i'm so glad for the every five years or so that i get to see it <laughs> in, uh, at disneyland so yeah. if i could only go to disneyland once a year it would be in the fall just just to see their, their not only their halloween decorations but the you know the gingerbread house and the haunted mansion holiday the you know the ghost galaxy disneyland does really really cool overlays for the different holidays they it's do. my favorite time of year love it love it um they also announced that disney cruise line will be having the um I don't even remember what they're called anymore, but very the, merry Christmas time sailings. Yeah, the very merry they're calling time. merry time. That's right, yeah, merry, merry time. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those will be back as well. At this rate, I feel like we're never going on a cruise ever again. So oh, you know, don't whatever. say that. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, over at Disneyland Paris, uh, they the French government has announced um, that they are going to be requiring what is called health pass. For any gathering of 50 or more people so that would obviously include disneyland paris and disneyland paris confirmed today that they will be updating their guidelines um regarding vaccinations and uh COVID testing and so on and so forth what the health oh, pass yeah. i guess i better pay attention to that one huh yes but you're vaccinated <laughs> so you're good so you just have to have it's an app that you'll be required to have um that you will you know somehow be able to provide 
proof of vaccine, either, either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within the previous 48 hours. So that's tight, like, <laughs> um, or a positive COVID test that was between, I think, two weeks and 30 days, or no, uh, two weeks and six months prior or something like that. So you either have to prove that you've had COVID, that you definitely don't have COVID, or that you've been vaccinated for COVID. Have vaccine, um, will travel. I'm that's probably right. bringing my little card everywhere. I nobody's right. stopping me now. I'm going all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that is going to be effective uh, as of July 21st. So just so you know, speaking of COVID, um, face mat, there has been, you know, unfortunately an uptick again in COVID cases in a lot of places, primarily due to this Delta variant. Um, so some places, including Orlando uh, and Anaheim, are seeing an uptick in cases and they are changing their recommendations to recommend face masks indoors. Neither Disneyland nor Walt Disney World has announced whether they are going to be changing their policies yet. Um, but I would guess that that's certainly a possibility. So you may see some changing um, of, of the face mask policies on both coasts. We'll see. Um, bottom line, people just get vaccinated. <laughs> just get vaccinated. This wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Exactly right. All right. And so that does it for the news this week. Coming up next is going to be our listener Q&A. Hang tight. All right. So our first question is from Caitlin. Who would like to read it? I read it. Caitlin's my best friend that I met in Asheville. So I'll oh, read it. then you should absolutely yeah. read it for our friend Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will be visiting Disney World this upcoming December for the first time since COVID. And it'll be my first time ever going during the holiday season. I'm so excited to see the parks decorated. However, I know this is a usually really busy time for Disney. And since they are slowly upping capacity of the parks, I'm a little bit concerned it's going to be back to full throttle by this December. With that in, all that in mind, how do you recommend approaching a short three-night, three-park days Disney vacation during the holiday season? Are there any must-see attractions around the holidays? I'll have no kids, so more adult-centric attractions compared to other, other times of the year. Um, hope this makes sense. Looking forward to hearing all your thoughts. Thanks for all you do. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you're not wrong. It is going to be back more than likely to full capacity, again, pending all of this COVID mess. Um, so it's going to be a typical holiday season at Walt Disney World and all that comes with that. We actually have a blog on this at, on DisneyParkPrincess.com um, that has, you know, our top five tips for navigating Walt Disney World during the holiday season. Um, but Walt Disney World, in terms of attractions, the only things that I can think of that have sort of specific holiday overlays is like the Jingle Cruise, if they're going to bring that back this year. Um, Which I'm not sure if they will because I don't know if they will because of update it. Right. Yeah. I doubt they will just because it's going to be brand new. Right. Um, I wish they would do a Small World overlay like they do at Disneyland. Right. But for me, during the holidays, the the resorts are the big attraction. Right. <laughs> The resorts and the food, because, I mean, the decorations are beautiful. My mom will tell you that Hollywood Studios has the best decorations because she is a child of the 50s and loves, you know, the tinsel and all of, like, the throwback decorations. Um, so the decorations are pretty, but there's really not, especially now without parades and, you know, the Christmas party, um, it's really just a matter of the food and going to the resorts and seeing how those are decorated. 
That's what I would do. I would do a, like a monorail crawl, mm-hmm. go around to the monorail resorts, go um, to the beach club and the yacht club and the boardwalk. You can do that all at one time as yep, well. Yep, and your Epcot day, just make sure to walk uh, over uh-huh. those. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, you can, I don't know where you're staying, she doesn't say, but definitely if you're staying at a value or a moderate, they will be um, decorated too, but they probably won't have like... They don't it's, have the, the gingerbread houses yeah. and the displays and stuff of like that that those deluxe resorts have. So do the monorail crawl and do the uh, Epcot resorts right mm-hmm. there. And if you, you know, you could even do with the addition of the Skyliner, you could do the Skyliner crawl too. Just do all those. So. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, and prioritize. So decide in advance what your priority is. So maybe your priority is you want to make sure that you get to all of the booths at the festival of the holidays, or maybe that you definitely want to see these resorts or these attractions, um, prioritizing is more important than ever during the holiday season mm-hmm. so that you can plan appropriately. Um, if if your priority is I want to do less, enjoy more kind of experience, that's great, you know, but you just you just need to make sure that you know ahead of time what it is you want to do and accomplish and just focus on that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right, Caitlin, I hope that helps. Um, up next, we have our beloved Kyle, who is our uh, moderator on our Facebook group. We have a whole bunch of new members in our Facebook group, so welcome to all of you. Um, all right, Heather, do you want to read Kyle's question? Sure, I'll read his. It's um, it's a two-part question, so I'll, I'll read the first half, and we'll answer that and then get to his second half. Kyle says, hello, ladies. As you may know, I have a trip to Walt Disney World later this year in October. My question is, do you think that mobile order will still be the only option? Or do you think that we will be able to walk up and order? Kyle, if I had a crystal ball, I would be a millionaire. (laughs) I can't predict Disney decides or what they want to do ever. Like, I think, oh, for sure they're going to go this way. And then they go complete 180 you know, from what I thought would make sense. What yeah. do you guys think? I, I agree. I, there's just I no way to know. <laughs> I would think if they are back to full capacity by October, that they would have to reinstate walk up just, I just because the mobile order system would be completely overwhelmed. I think with that volume of people, that's my guess, it's but I honestly don't know. Yeah. It's and already. Yeah, my hope, if I had my way, that they would do away with mobile order entirely or that it's just a very small portion. I just, I don't think mobile order is at all that convenient. And I'm tired of having to book everything in advance. Like, I just, I want to go and enjoy myself again and have a little bit of magic happen, you know. Um, yeah. But who knows, with Disney, they love to know where you are and what you're doing and, and all of that. Okay, second half of the question, Uh, he goes on to say, now I know annual passes for Walt Disney World are not back for sale, but when they are, I plan on making multiple friend trips with friends who have never been to Walt Disney World before. My question is, how do you plan a vacation while staying on property when only one person has an annual pass? Thanks so much for your amazing podcast. Okay, that's easy. Um, what you should do is book either a room only or a basic package that does not include tickets, which that's just the room. You can get up to a couple of rooms with your annual pass discount if that's, uh, if that is offered and everybody else will just purchase tickets. They can purchase them separately, um, because Disney's rules are everyone has to be on the same package. So you, you won't be able to go with other people and they have tickets. So Well, everyone in the same purchase. room. Right. Everyone has to be in the same, same package. Yeah. 
So if you are just staying in one room, then book a room only or a basic package if the dining plans come back and you want to add dining, and then tickets are a separate purchase. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to do. Yep. That's the best way. All right, so uh, next question is from Nicole. Hey ladies, has there been any announcement on when the Yachtsman Steakhouse will reopen? I've heard good things and hope to take my husband during our November trip. Any suggestions for a replacement? Not La Cellier, we've been twice. And uh, I'll answer her next question. All right, so we'll, we'll deal with that question and then I'll read her last question. Um, again, no. <laughs> oh, for that crystal ball, no. Right. I feel like Disney has been opening, at least Disneyland anyway, out of nowhere, you'll just like, guess what? These five restaurants are opening next yep. week. Like it's yep. kind of like a last minute type of thing. Yeah, you get like a couple days notice maybe. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, really my suspicion is this comes down to to hiring issues. Yeah. They're just, you know, everybody is having a hard time um, finding people to work yeah. <laughs> places, you know. Um, so as they get, you know, back up and staffed up and, you know, um, we'll start to see more restaurants reopen, but we have not heard about Yachtsman Steakhouse yet. Um, a good replacement. Okay, I'm going to throw out a curveball here. I don't know why this popped into my head. I know head. what you're going to say. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Tiffin's. Oh, oh, not where I thought you were I going. Um, when when you read her question, it just popped into my head because they have, I, if you want to stake out, I'm going to. I'm going to say this. I'm not a fan of Yachtsman Steakhouse. I've eaten there once and everything was so oversalted that I couldn't even eat half of my dinner. Um, but I've had really good meat when I was eating meat at, um, at Tiffin's. They have that really wonderful short rib dish. And they yep. also um, will have a filet available. <laughs> it's fantastic. And it's such a hidden gem. Most people don't know that Tiffin's exists. Yeah, Tiffins yeah, is a great, I, Tiffins is a great alternative. Yeah, I agree. I was gonna say I think there's a restaurant called uh, like Shula's. That's what I was gonna Dolphin. say. Shula's Steakhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's also STK at Disney Springs. I've never mm -hmm. eaten at that one, but it's it gets good reviews. So yeah. STK is a chain. They have I think one in New York. They have one out here in LA. It's really high end, so it's super fancy, um, but not but it's like trendy fancy, if that makes sense. You know, like you're going to have your drinks that you can Instagram. Like it, it's just like if you think like you were going out in Hollywood. But mm -hmm. that's kind of the experience you're going to have at an STK. So it's pricier than Yachtsman, but it is very good. Okay. And then her other question was also, how do we feel about Garden Grill for Thanksgiving dinner? I feel very positively about Garden Grill in general. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's a place that I honestly never eat at because... I don't know why, but I love it. I've eaten there four or five times, and it's just, it's great food. It's a lot of fun. I think it's a good place for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. I, I like any them. place for Thanksgiving because, I mean, almost all restaurants are going to have a Thanksgiving menu yep. that day. Um, so I like any place that is all you care to eat because, you know, at Thanksgiving, the best part is just yeah. stuffing yourself. Exactly um, so you right. Don't, you don't really want to eat at a restaurant where they're just going to bring you a plate of turkey gravy and stuffing like you want. Yeah, I don't want one serving of, of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. I want to be I able want, to have a second serving of mashed potatoes. I want a bowl of mashed potatoes and stuffing, if I'm honest. Like, yeah. it's Thanksgiving. This is my day to just be a glutton. So bring it all. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah. Obviously, first choice is Liberty Tree Tavern, but that's yes. almost impossible to get for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Not true. I managed to get it for Thanksgiving Day when I was living in celebration, like on a whim. I'm like, let me just check, Mom. Do you want to go here? Sure. Oh, there's a 1 p.m. available. Okay. Like, it was the yeah. easiest experience I've ever had booking that <laughs> restaurant for Thanksgiving Day. And well, every other day, like, you could go April 3rd and it was just forget it. It's impossible to get in. 
Maybe everybody thinks it's well, but Nicole's dining window has not opened yet, so maybe right. she'll be able to do it. So right, exactly. Uh, all right, next question is from Sarah. Not me, somebody else. <laughs> Charlie, you want to read this okay. one? Okay. Uh, hi, ladies. I have a few questions for upcoming Q&A. Okay. My husband and I have booked a trip for this September with our 19-month son. This will be his first time traveling more than an hour in a car. I need all the information I can get about taking a talk. <laughs> uh, we booked a direct flight in the early morning. We have booked a split stay between the Beach Club and the Wilderness Lodge. First time staying deluxe for ease of transportation to the parks. Walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Short bus ride to Magic Kingdom. Uh, here are my questions. How many park days should we do? Right now, the trip is five nights. Best restaurant for toddlers. <laughs> he eats the amount of a full-grown man. We Ooh, need I all had, the advice we can get about traveling with a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are Disney veterans taking one or two trips a year before he was born. This, this is so different, and I feel like a beginner all over again. Oh, Sarah, I remember I feel like this days. is all you ladies. I have yeah. absolutely no experience. So I'm just going to sit over here in my corner and listen in. Well, first of all, good job with the Beach Club and the Wilderness Lodge. I yeah. mean, that's agreed. That's top notch. And um, as far as getting to the Magic Kingdom, are the boats running? Because that's going to be better than going on the bus. Um, I hope I, I'm not sure if they are right now, but hopefully they will be by then. Right. Um, definitely. Oh, if, if the boat's available, take the boat, not the right, bus. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. But my first, can I just, can I just get into my first tip for traveling with a toddler, um, for flying with a toddler? First of all, bring his car seat. I don't care if they say that you don't have to bring his car seat. <laughs> he is used to riding in his car seat. He understands that when he's in his car seat, that means that you're going to be in there for a while until we get to where we're going. Um, it helps keep them contained. It helps keep them calmer. And more importantly than anything else, it helps keep them safer. They are much safer off in a car seat um, than they are just with a regular buckle. So please, please, please. The other tip that I have for flying with toddlers is get a small bag or a small backpack or something like that um, that he has never seen before and fill it full of small travel type of toys again that he that's like brand new so like a sticker book or color forms or those crayola markers that only work on the special paper like you know obviously you don't want to hand him a you know crayon or a sharpie or something because the first thing he's going to do is like draw on the seat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so but all of those things sticker books in particular were like fantastic for my son when he was that age um I mean, he's 17. I feel like I might actually still be able to get away with this. Sometimes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but that's my that's my first tip just for the getting to Walt Disney World Park. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I am a big fan of doing anything to keep them entertained on a flight like that. Mm -hmm. um, yep. If that means, you know, some of the some of the seats have the little TV in the back, or if you need to bring a tablet with a stand or something like that, yep. you can put it on your tray and let him color still on his tray, like anything that is going to draw his attention away from, you know, things going on. If his ears bother him, he's probably too young for gum, but give him gummies or something like that, that you they know. They make lollipops for toddlers that have a loop instead of a stick. Um, ah, yeah. They're fantastic. I think I got mine at CVS, but you can get them from Amazon or wherever. Um, yeah, specifically just Google like lollipops for toddler and it works perfect because it's the sucking action that helps relieve the pressure in their ears. So, yeah, so something like that would be good. And yeah, put that in your special bag because mm -hmm. that's, that's a big time treat uh, for sure. 
So, okay, so let's go on to how many park days should we do? Five nights? Six. I'm going to say six. Yeah. I know it's not going to be popular, but I'm going to say plan. you want to have the option to go every day, even if it's yeah. just for a few hours. Right. And once you get to five days, the, adding the sixth day is not very expensive. It costs nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, do do six days if you can get your, you know, up, upgrade your tickets or get yeah. your... Yeah, depending on when your flights are. I mean, obviously, if you're, you know, if your flight on the first day gets you in at, you know, eight o'clock at night, don't buy a ticket for Yeah, flights, I mean, she said know. it's early in the morning, so yeah, so you, I... you have time to go in after lunch, you know, yep. get to your hotel, get settled, let him run around a little bit, get settled, and then go to the park. Yep. Yeah. As far as restaurants for toddlers, at 19 months old, he eats for free at either buffets or all you, if they're open by then, or all you care to eat. Right. Um, so that's going to be your best, most economical option that gets him, uh, you know, enough food. My son was the same way. He ate so much <laughs> at that age. Like, so I'm fairly certain he probably consumed his weight in food every day. Um, so all you care to eat restaurants were a godsend for us. So right. Garden Grill, Liberty Street Tavern, um, you know, Hollywood Vine, Palace. like Crystal yeah. Palace. Yeah, any of those are all fantastic options. Uh, yeah, uh, Tusker House, that's a really yep. good Ooh, one. Oh, Tusker House, very good one. Yeah, Chef Mickey, you know, any of yeah. those. Um, and then as far as like, if you don't, if you go to a quick service meal or something, he doesn't have to get a kid's meal. Um, you can, you can, and you don't have to buy him a meal. Like technically what they say is that the toddlers can share the meal with you. You don't mm -hmm. have to do that. You know, <laughs> you can buy, you know, you can buy him a meal. You can buy him two meals, whatever. I don't want you to spend all your money. I on used to give him food. the adult meal and I would eat the kid's meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, I mean, I order a kid's meal all the time for myself. Yep. So he can eat an adult meal. He can eat, you know, as much as you want to give him. That's, that's fine. There's no rules on an adult can't buy a kid's meal or vice versa, at least at a quick surface or a, regular table service the buffet they're going to charge you for you know his age which is nothing so yeah exactly it's free yeah go for free uh hope that helps and he doesn't right. need a park he doesn't need a park ticket and he either, doesn't need a park ticket yeah which means when you do your theme park reservations don't you don't have to worry about him <laughs> like you could do your just yeah you know you and your partner and then he can also, shout out for Orlando Stroller Rentals. If you don't want to bring your own stroller, um, there are a, a bunch of companies, but I like Orlando Stroller Rentals that you can just rent the really easy to, they're like jogging strollers. It's like a city mini jogging stroller. Mm. There's literally one lever you pull it, they fold up like magic. It's fantastic. So if you don't want to lug your stroller on the plane, um, yeah. rent a stroller. I would do that over renting them from Disney. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Not even a question. <laughs> uh, all right. So next question is from Marcy. Heather, why don't you read this one? Okay. I'm back in the game. Marcy says, <laughs> I definitely have a question. My husband and I are staying at Grandestino Tower in November of 2021. Ooh. I'm very excited since I've never been to that hotel or the Coronado Springs area before. We are two of your more adult, if you catch my drift, listeners. <laughs> I'm a bit concerned about the transportation from Coronado Springs to the parks. I've heard both good and bad. We will not have a car. Do you suggest the buses or Uber Lyft? Um, I, I feel I don't, depends on, depending on where you go. Coronado Springs is not that bad in terms of uh, the distance. 
in terms of the buses, the buses are just as good there as anywhere else. <laughs> That's so, what I was going to say. Like, you could have yeah. a good or bad experience anywhere. Like I had a really, yeah, just really Heather. awful <laughs> experience at the beach club the last time I was there, you know? So it's it's really just hit or miss and in, in, in how many buses are running at that time. Um, I will say if there's, if I would try the buses and if you're noticing that they're running a little bit slow or there is somewhere that you need to be, there is an ADR that you have to get to I would Uber then, like, you know, yeah. it's important to be somewhere. Yeah. I loved Grand Destino, though. We, I haven't stayed there yet, but we went over for, like, drinks or just a tour mm -hmm. or Charlotte, why were we there? We, we, went, we, we had a meet. We had a meetup and we went. That's right. We had drink. a meetup. That, yeah, that's right. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Um, and I just thought it was so, I don't know if pretty is the right word for it, but it was just very cool. Like, yeah. the resort is very cool. Well, here... So we have a second question. Well, we don't. Um, Marcy has a second question. And since you ladies have been there, she wants to know um, if you have any suggestions about dining there. So I haven't been uh, to Coronado in a couple of years. Um, so what did you think? Did you eat there while you did the meetup? We got, um, I think we got like a few appetizers yeah. with our drinks. Right. And, and I just uh, remember the food being very good and the drinks being very good and the service was great. Right. I've heard some really good things about uh, Toledo. Um, that's it. Yeah. I've heard some good things, but we didn't. We were not at there. Dahlia Lounge, not right. at, which is the lounge for Toledo's, but we didn't actually go into the restaurant. Right, but the the food that we had there was really good. It was really um, yummy. The, I, I mean, I, I would say go over to Coronado Springs, and I like the Pepper Market a lot. Yeah, a, I forget what it's called now, but yeah. 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 And... Then they have they have a couple of sit down restaurants just at Coronado's like in the old part, not the tower mm -hmm. part, the older yep. part. <clears throat> um, so yeah, any of that would be. Oh, the bridges. What's it? Three bridges or something like that. The three like bridges. That? Uh -huh. That's supposed to be really really good. Yeah. Um, she My, mentions this is a do less vacation. Definitely going to parks, but no rushing around. Just want to take it all in since we will finally be back home, which is great. I love to hear that. So. Uh, one thing I'd like to mention is almost all of the lounges at the resorts do have a small plates menu. Like you can, and that's a thing that we do a lot when we're traveling is we may not necessarily have <clears throat> a reservation for a dining, you know, location, but we'll go to the lounge and just snack our way through a meal. That's actually one of my favorite, like I, I'm a grazer. That's one of my favorite ways to eat, like yeah, a charcuterie board, like small plates. Like I'm here for that. So that's actually a great option for a do less vacation is to not worry so much about the dining reservations and just eat at the lounges. Yeah. Uh, I've done that a lot. Uh, the, the tequila bar in Mexico, what's it called? La Cava. Mm -hmm. That has some good small plates yeah. if you can get in there. Sometimes it's hard to get in there. But, yeah, there's some really good just lounges all around the parks and all around the resorts. Yeah. So. Yep. Nomad Lounge. You know we love. And, yeah. <laughs> what's that? Heather, what's that? The Dawa Bar. Dawa Bar. There and, and food. Is that the place with the green beans? No. That. Are we, where, where are you talking? No, that's at the bar in Animal Kingdom in Africa. Yeah. Isn't that the Dawa Bar? No. Okay. Well, yes, it's the Dawa bar, but there's no, we, I didn't have green beans there. It's really just kind of like a bar. Are you thinking of the green beans at Trader Sam's? That's what no. I'm saying. Like, no, no. I'll look okay. it up. All it's, right. it's not, I know it's not Trader Sam's. It's, it's definitely at Animal Kingdom. Okay. Do you maybe mean, you um, maybe you weren't there. Maybe I was actually there with somebody else, which would be like, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I can't be friends with you. <laughs> 
All right. Our next question is from Christine. Going to Walt Disney World in August, and I have restaurant and park reservations. I had gastric bypass surgery two and a half years ago. I eat less than a kid's meal. Tips for dining? I just can't justify paying full price for prefix meals, even at my favorite places like Be Our Guest. So, Christine, I have I can't tell you how many times I have tried to find an answer for you on this. I have reached out to fellow Disney bloggers. I have put out requests on our social media. I have not been able to get any information on this for you. And I'm not entirely sure why, other than everybody just says to speak with the speak with your server, um, speak with special diets at Walt Disney World. Um, you know, they they still have a special diets email, I think, that you can send. I think it's literally like a special diets at waltdisneyworld.com. But um, you know, if you Google special diets at Walt Disney World, it'll come right up. Um so what I would say is talk with your server. Um, I have heard anecdotal evidence of people being able to order kids menus or, you know, smaller portions or, you know, um, but what I, I actually would refer you back to the previous question, which is yeah. check out the small plates at different places, check out the lounges, check out the small plates, check out places that have, um, instead of focusing on like a big full, full meal where you can sort of graze a little bit, which, um, from the research that I've been able to do is actually probably the best option for you. And also look at the appetizer menu. I a lot of times the appetizers are as good as or better than the entrees at mm -hmm. a lot of the restaurants. So you order one of those. You you won't be hungry and you're still getting something that's really quality and really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. But your best bet is to just just ask. Just yeah. ask Disney. That's yeah. But I, I, I do like the small plates idea or uh, any place that has that type of thing. You can also just ask them for half a portion. Maybe they maybe they'll sell that to you. Yeah. So, yep. Um, so this is I'm going to recommend this place because I finally remember the name of it and I looked it up. It's the <laughs> bar at the Yak and Yeti. Um, oh, OK. And I don't think Heather was there, but they have. I was going to say you certainly did not take no, me there. No, she's not me either. So. No, I went with. I went with. She's I know stepping I out on us, Heather. It was. Uh, they have wok fried green beans, and they were delicious. So anyway, they have lettuce cups, lots of stuff at that Yakineti restaurant and bar. So try that. All right. There you go. All Problem right. solved. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one last question for this episode, and it is from. Jennifer, Charlie, you want to read this one? We love Ohana for breakfast and we love Stitch. Now that Stitch will not be there, is there somewhere you could recommend for a similar breakfast? Scrambled eggs, sausage, potatoes, and waffles for less than $34 a person. It doesn't have to be all you could eat. All right. I'm going to, it's, I have a hot take. Oh, no. I don't think, I don't think a sit down, <laughs> I don't think you need a sit down restaurant for breakfast in most cases at Walt Disney World. If you want scrambled eggs, sausage, potatoes, and waffles, you can get them at quick service at pretty much every Walt Disney World. For person. like 12 bucks? For like 12 get bucks. like that whole thing. Yep. For like 12 bucks. So yep. if you really want, get two, that's still cheaper than $34. Yep. I'm going to say though, that maybe they want, like, it's just, that's how we like to start our day, right? Because there's days where, forget it, I'm grabbing my avocado toast in my hotel room and I'm on the way. But then there's other days where I'm just having a relaxing day and I just want to go out for a nice breakfast. Um, so I'm going to say Kona Cafe right next door to Ohana. Like mm -hmm. the pricing is really good. And they actually have, when I was eating dairy, the best cheese eggs I've ever had at Walt Disney World. Really, really good. Yeah. And then also um, Tonga Toast because Tonga Toast. 
Grand Floridian Cafe would be another yes. option. I think that is overlooked and has really very good... overlooked, and it's so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Is Cape uh, May Cafe open again? Do they have? It is not again. Not characters though. I don't yeah. think that it is open for breakfast. But that's going to be Cape May Cafe is going to be at that higher price point. Yeah, sure. That's the problem. We're trying when you're trying to get below. True. You know, you're trying to breakfast on a budget. Yeah. Most dis most sit down restaurants at Walt Disney World are going to be at that higher price point. They just are. Especially the ones that are all you can eat because they have to make their money off the people who can yeah. sit and eat a ton. So, yeah. um, you know, if you really do want that sit down experience, I would stay away from the former buffets or the all you care to eat mm -hmm. type restaurants and and look at the other restaurants where it's, you know, a la carte type yeah. offerings. Yep. But again, quick service. <laughs> Those scrambled eggs are the same scrambled eggs they're serving you in the restaurants, <laughs> I promise. Like, <laughs> um, all right, so that does it for this week. Next week, we will be back with another listener Q&A. Um, coming up on our Patreon, it's a surprise. We don't know. We didn't decide in advance what we're going to be talking about. So uh, surprise Patreon episode coming up next for those of you who are supporting us on Patreon. Um, thank you. I say this every week and I know it gets repetitive, but I, I don't think you can say thank you often enough. So I'm just gonna say it again. Um, every month when I get to pay our bills, it's it's so gratifying. And it, you know, I'm we are never unaware of, of your contributions. And so if you're new to our podcast or you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you usually stop listening by now, <laughs> you can support us on patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess at the cost of a Starbucks per month. Um, and it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's nothing to you because five, five bucks is not nothing. Five bucks is a lot to a lot of people. Um, and it's a lot to us, especially when, you know, we have lots of people that are supporting us at that level. It really does allow us to pay our bills. So for the cost of a Starbucks a month, um, you can really make a big difference to Disney creators like us. Um, so patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. And in return, you get bonus content. You get, you know, all this extra stuff you get to listen to us rattle on about um, all kinds of things, <laughs> you know. Um, and you get uh, access to an exclusive Facebook group as well and discounts on our merchandise and all that kind of good stuff. So thank you so much for supporting us. That's it. Did I miss anything, guys? I feel like there was something I was supposed to talk about and I, I think that's everything. <laughs> that's everything. And if not, we'll, we're recording another episode in five minutes and we'll cover it then. So <laughs> right. thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.